welcome back to Pop Culture Prisoner. I'm here again with Dina and Haley. I forgot who my guests were for a second. <laughs> I was like, Dina and Haley? What are we? Are, are we Are we Rodrigo, Vanita, and Ross? <laughs> I mean, up front, what is up with Rodrigo? Rodrigo? Olivia. That's Guys, weird. what is the behind that i don't know he picked the wrong one what no, no gossip i just immediately watched last night and immediately was like reddit rodrigo <laughs> reunion and they people were like uh trying to get like the guy was barely on the show he's trying to get airtime he's trying to make a splash so he gets rehired because he was like insignificant on the show and so he's trying to but i'm like he just came across like a misogynistic asshole. He was a dick to Olivia. And then he was like, yes. totally like defending the way Austin treated people. And there was something else like, well, you're the note note lady. So you can, but right. there was something else he did later in the thing that I was like, this guy just comes across like a real douchey. Yeah, asshole. twice he did it, Haley. You're right. I can, I'll look through my notes. Yeah, I it. can't remember but, the second. But he like, Literally, it was not that soon after they were having the we're so sorry your brother died, Olivia, conversation. And he still was like, mm-mm. And I just felt like during the season, Rodrigo thought he was too good for it, like too good for these people. So I never thought, I don't know. I, I always liked Rodrigo. I think he's so cute. Even though he didn't do anything, I just liked, I just liked him around because he's so cute, I guess. And I don't know. I, I agreed. He was, it was really weird. It was very off-putting. Yeah. And it was just embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vanita, him, and Rod were, it was so, look at us. We're a diverse cast. We're not just patriarchal I white rich know, guys that are getting away with everything. We have Anita, we have Rodrigo, and Rod. You know, and then it's totally. like they have no significance, and it's like, see you later. Yeah. I mean, completely. And uh, oh my God, when Andy had to give Rod like his two seconds of airtime, when 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 Andy actually said he said these words, hold on, because of course I did write it down. Oh, I'm not gonna find it. Um, Andy literally said, Olivia, Rod, everyone thinks that you're so uh, great. We got a lot right. of people writing. I'm like, that's a fucking lie. Who are these people who not only thought it, but wrote in things like, why would she be with Austin instead of great Rod? Or like, like when you know there's zero chemistry there. And even though zero. Austin's a fuck face, she had chemistry with him. Well, last year she didn't have chemistry with, well, with I Austin realize, either. But, but yeah. now I get it. Like they dated after the season. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But they did have so you know, what's the difference? But yeah, Rod is not but anything that make, to discuss. That makes sense though, why the reality bites girls who are, are friends with them, who worked on the show and are still friends, were like, no, they legitimately had a relationship. They were together, like, I know everybody thinks they mm-hmm. weren't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I don't know, even what's her name? Even Taylor saying they never dated. Like, but I guess they both admit that they never were boyfriend, girlfriend. Like, they never said, let's, let's commit to a 
being in a relationship together. Even though Austin this season said to her, I love you. Like, and to try to get a relationship going on air. You know, it was just ridiculous. Before we delve in, can we just discuss one thing? Yeah. Was it just amazing, the reunion seating? It was so, like, Taylor and Olivia were the main drama this season. The storylines were completely around Taylor, Olivia, and, you know, kind of like the Austin Shep. And, and, but we have Shep and Craig sitting next to mm-hmm. Andy. And I was just like, this show is oh. so about these white like, boys. Totally, like, Dina. And it was like, yep. they couldn't even have Taylor and Olivia or what, like sitting next to Andy. And I understand that Shep and Craig are OG and it maybe it was part of their contract, you know, contract negotiations that they were going to have to sit next to Andy at the reunion because all of these people are really petty. But I was just like, bravo, bravo. You, you know, you not in a good way. I just mean right. like, of course, of course yes. you can't give the women on this show. Yeah. Like their seating. It has to be the like entitled you know, totally white guys sitting next to you. <laughs> Not that Craig is as much, but he is, you know, well, he's a, he's a cis hetero boy of prominence. Yeah. You know? Also though, like, let's be honest. They were the ones we tuned in to watch. Like yes, Taylor and Olivia yeah, created the drama, but they're not very no, they're not. But it, you're right. You're right. But it was still like on other shows. I just thought it was interesting, right? Of it's course. interesting to note, even though if they did sit next to Andy, I would have been like, ugh, the most boring people, most boring girls sitting next to, you know, like I would have had a problem any which way you sliced it. Like Taylor barely spoke during the whole reunion. What is up with that? What up with Shep going up to be like, oh, you're doing a good job. Take my role. Silence is golden. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, what what could she say? She was trying to take the thing of, look, poor me. I'm being attacked. Like, bending the truth or whatever they kept saying. It was so cuckoo. This whole season was cuckoo to me. I mean, I, I just, I could not get over the fact that Austin and Taylor just couldn't say, I am so sorry for our actions and move on. Because I think Taylor is like a holy roller. Yes, that's part of it. But like an entitled, spoiled, like hypocritical Christian Bible beater, like such a huge hypocrite and so entitled and spoiled. And couldn't and couldn't even get she's just as bad as the guys on the show. Yeah, she couldn't understand her role in understanding that, like, yeah, you did something on. I mean, horrible. It's like she justified it because she, well, she did. It's not like, I mean, she kept saying, oh, are you going to cheat on me again? Oh, did you cheat? Like all season. It was like, she justified all her actions because she was like, this man who I loved hurt me. So now I can go like shred all these other people. And I mean, I think JT said that to her, right? In the middle of the season or whatever. He said that to her. You're like, you know, going crazy because of this one thing. Or shooting everybody, whatever he, whatever, you know, metaphor he used. But yeah, JT, can we just discuss? He was like a little gnat. I just kept wanting to shoo away. Just he was. He did such a bad job at this reunion. Embarrassing. But Craig just laughing at him, like 
Craig Craig basically ran this reunion. I was going to say Craig was the Andy. I mean, I can't believe at one point Andy didn't say thank you, Craig, for thinking that you're my, you know, reunion. Yeah, like he's a little therapist of them all. Andy would be like, good point, good point, good question. Well, he thinks Thanks Craig, for bringing that up. Like, he thinks Craig is so high. He wants Craig I know. So Man, he has loved Craig for the 10 first. years. Right. He, he has, I think Andy has the hots for Shep, too. Oh, he loves them all. He loves the men on this show He loves so these much. toxic men so much. But particularly Shep and Craig, which is another reason why I was thinking, that's why they were sitting next to him. He loves them. Well, what about him, the way he talked to Shep? I mean, I could not believe, like, how much he was just like, you need to stop drinking that much. Yeah. Like, you need to. I mean, like, off camera, right. whatever they were talking. Yeah. That was crazy. I was just like, wow. He was just like, you were blacked out the whole BravoCon. Like, so Andy witnessed it, too, right. I feel like. Right. Andy mm-hmm. was just like, get your shit together. This was, you know, too much. So, you guys, let's let's mm-hmm. just go into the Shep of it all. When I thought the reunion was going fine, like it was what you know, I was like into it just because I fucking love Southern Charm, even though all these people are awful. But when Chef, I was shocked. But then I have gone back and forth and thought about this so much, and I want your guys' opinions. I feel like a few things. I do believe Shep that Shep wants to make a change. I do believe Shep that. He has had this existential crisis happen, but I do think it's only because he kind of like, quote, got caught so public. Yeah, 100%. That's the only reason otherwise. And so how much of this, though, I don't want to take away from the genuineness of it. Because I do think, I don't think this is all for show. I do think that he scared himself. He's like, ugh, like I could always hide behind something before. I'm with my boys or whatever, but nobody's backing me up now. So he had to face himself. But do you think there's any part of him? Or do you, do either of you think this is all just a farce, I guess? I think it's 80% farce. I think he, really? he may realize he's getting older and he needs to change. But I think all of it, I think the mea culpa on the show, the I may still be in love with Taylor, that's all a storyline to just get back another season. I mean, he was setting up that ending with Taylor and all that stuff just so it could be like, keep watching our tension next season. That's how I felt. I agree with that. Yeah. I feel like Shep does not want to change I think he's maybe realizing like okay maybe this isn't great for me but this has been I feel like a continuous thing for him and the fact that like Craig and Austin were also like we didn't even show up he's done this before he has these you know discussions before that he's gonna change like they were just like eh I I don't know I just I thought it was interesting and I just think Shep knows that he had to go back out and say I screwed up. He was a monster this season. I mean, the way he towered over Taylor in that scene at his house, when he was just like, you make me do these things. I mean, I texted you guys. I was like floored. I was, I, I continually was floored this season with Shep. Like, even though I know who Shep is, right. I was completely like, oh, every time. And then I found it fascinating how much I freaking hated Taylor out of it as well because she's mm-hmm. like I just like guys that treat me like shit and ugh. 
Ugh. And again, the way, it, do you want me to say that he fucked me instead of saying we had sex and you know what I mean? All those yeah. terms that she, it was so yeah. all gross. I could not handle it. So I don't know. What do you, what do you think? What do you guys think? I think I would not say 80%. I think that the whole him trying to rope Taylor in, I think I heard the Ronnie and Ben watch what happens podcast. And Ronnie was like, she must have a new boyfriend already because the way he was mm. like saying all that stuff mm-hmm. if she was single he never would have put all that stuff out there because then mm. it would have like dragged her back in and he would have had to deal with like actually deal with her wanting to have a relationship which i was like ding 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 spot on mm-hmm. like yeah i think there is a little bit too like okay before we get into all the like i'd be married to her like which is totally uh, bullshit. But, um such bullshit but in all the ways he like sort of dangled a carrot in front of her and tried to string her along. But I think that he is having a crisis. I think that he did probably scare himself. I think if you have people like maybe you're used to your small group in Charleston, but then Mm -hmm. you have people like Andy and whoever else at BravoCon being like, dude, you got a fucking problem. And then like Craig and Austin not even being willing to meet with him. Like, I think maybe he did have a wake up thing, but I also think that he is a true, most likely he is an addict. And I Mm -hmm. think people like that, people who are real addicts are used to doing this dance and they're used to the manipulation and they're used to begging for forgiveness and they have figured out how to make it work. And I think that until it doesn't work anymore. And so I, do think that even on I think that even on an unconscious level he's being sort of manipulative and stuff but I think that's because when you're an addict like that it becomes part of who you are I don't know if I'm going too deep on this no could be wrong but I think there's I think he is did scare himself but you then you see the whole part where he's like well I'm just drinking beer now which also Mm -hmm. is another typical like addict thing of like oh Mm -hmm. it's just hard alcohol that's why I act that way if I just cut that out then I'll be fine and it's like no you can like Vanita said you can never drink again which is not gonna happen that's his whole lifestyle is he's a good old boy in South Carolina that has his mail check what's that called mailbox money mm-hmm. he loves being on this show he loves getting all the girls because he's rich shop which again like i mean you're you know you're yes you don't have to work but your house i mean like it's not you're like almost 50 like, oh. and you haven't done anything with your yeah like on this show and so which you know gets him you know laid and he Oh God! All that stuff about him not caring about anything about and the woman he's doing and like tons of coke and everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and just. But I think just... he was sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. I think he was actually being genuine when he said the stuff of like I looked around and like other people, basically being like they've got their podcast, he's got his pillows, he's got a good relationship with Paige. Like all these people are moving on with their life. They're becoming grown ups in a way that I haven't. Not Austin. I've, but I think but that he was being. Podcast, I think he I was being he's... genuine in that these guys when they didn't they do a tour they've like toured and stuff with their yeah, podcast I think so it's whatever, like yeah. yeah like it's something it's something else mm-hmm. that they if this show ends tomorrow they have something else that they're doing. My point is, I think that he is. I think that whole like 
speech of like looking around and the whole thing of like I was like the life of the party and that has been my role and I've nurtured that and I've been the fun guy and like I thought that was I thought that those words were genuine that he was like I don't think he's gonna quit because I think he's an addict and I think he's addicted to the lifestyle as much as the Mm -hmm. drugs and alcohol but I do think that there was genuineness in the I think he's probably lonely. I think he's probably a little depressed. And I think he does look around and be like, I'm kind of a failure. Like, I think he does. I think that that is true. I think he was being honest with that. Can I just say, though, okay, two things. I have a question and then I'm asking. I think those things are true. I'm not sure how honest he is, though. Go ahead. I think he knows that we'll all fall for it. He Mm -hmm. knows he should say that so that he doesn't get kicked off the show, so that people still like him. I mean... But at the same time, like Haley's saying, I also believe he knows those two be something maybe that he's grappling with. But here's my question. His whole thing is, sorry, Deb, his whole thing is you want to be me. And I know maybe you're saying he's finally realizing that that's not true. I just think that his his whole wall, I mean, that's his whole like everything he builds on is people are jealous of me. I have money. I don't have commitments. I don't have to do anything. Like he's built his whole life on that. And I think that realization, I still, I still think he thinks everybody thinks that. Like I do. And I just think he had to do that on the show. And like he said, you took my MO from last season. Silence. You know, like I, he just wants to be on the show. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Hope, I don't even care if I'm wrong with Chef right now, the way he acted this whole season, but right. we'll see. Sorry, Deb, go ahead. Well, okay, so a couple things specifically about what you just said. One of the things that I wanted to bring up, and Haley, I don't know if you listen to these episodes, but Shep did two particular interviews on podcasts that I cannot get out of my head. One mm. was with Kate Casey and one was on How Long Gone. How Long Gone is a podcast that Larkin turned us on to. Um, what are you going to say, Haley? Did you listen to both? Not the Kate Casey one, but the How Long Gone I did. So you guys have heard him say this stuff other no. places. No, he wasn't okay, speaking okay. about this. This is okay, what he was saying. Now, these episodes are recent. This is maybe uh, definitely before BravoCon, but it's very recent. And he was saying these things where I was like, oh, my God. Shep truly believes he has the greatest rock star life. He truly believes, like you just said, Dina, like people are jealous of him. He didn't say those exact words on the podcast, but he was like, he said, he on literally the show. said I have, he was basically like, I have no anxiety. I have a great life. Uh, he basically was saying, I don't care how many people I hurt. I do what I want to do. And I love my life and I have no problems. I feel great. The things that he's been saying over and over. So this is just a few months ago. That's what makes me agree a little more with you, Dina, that like there's no way that just one blackout weekend changed his whole like thing. Like I just I don't believe that he went from all the shit that he's been saying for all the seasons we've known him and what he was saying on these podcast episodes to Kate Casey and the How Long Gone Dudes like about how great everything is. And then to all of a sudden be like, I am a loser. Like, I don't know if I have a place anywhere. I find that transition in him, that narcissistic, arrogant, like, whatever fucking else disorders that he has, I just, that makes me not buy it. And that's where I'm like, that's why I ask, I'm like, do I buy it or not? 
I don't know. One last thing I want to ask, because I don't know the answer to this, but I feel like you guys were just talking about it. Um, You were saying that Craig and Austin are like, oh, he's done this before. Do you think that he's had a lot of these like self interventions with himself where he calls everyone to like apologize? Cause I don't know that. Not to dinner maybe, but they made it sound like we knew we didn't go because it was just chef going to tell us that he's knows he has an issue and he's going to try to do it and we need to see action. But that's the first we've ever heard of chef ever being apologetic. Yeah, but I'm not surprised by that. Think of every alcoholic drug addict, you know, has, done this a gazillion times with the people who they're close to in their life oh i'm gonna quit and that's why uh I'm just surprised craig was like heard of it. i've done he's done this seven i think craig said he's done this 17 times before right like, he's they've been through this of him and maybe it, it's not like a call everybody to brunch but it's like uh he has a weekend where he's rages and then he's an asshole to people and he does a bunch of shit and he's like embarrassing and rude and shitty and totally out of control. And then he has to be like, I'm sorry, dude, I'm not going to do. Oh yeah. Oh, it was just too many shots. And I can't, you know, all those lies, all that bullshit. And so, you know, that that's why I thought it was interesting when Craig said, I barely drink anymore. I know that's all page. Cause he was a monster on winter house. I know. And then I wonder, but he said, I think it was like after that. It sounded like it was after that that he's. Yeah. It's gotta be. I mean, the reunion of his hair was a couple <laughs> seasons ago. How many seasons was that? It was only two seasons ago. It's that was that. 2021. Like it, it has to be recent. I mean, you know, it, he is a homeowner with a pool now. I guess he has to have a little bit more. I think, here's the thing. I don't think that. And sorry, Craigie. I love him so much, and he was a top-notch performance at this reunion, but. If he weren't dating Paige, I don't think he would be as successful. I think she really whipped him into shape. Like, I think he was already getting there. He was better off than went in life than he was than when he was with Naomi. But like, it's not like I I don't I mean, I don't mean to not give him credit. He still is the one not drinking and growing his business, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's all Paige, man. It's her in his ear. I think it's all, I think it's what Leva said though. You have to want something more like, yeah. and maybe she gave him that. And that was their yes. little scene where he was like, if you break, if you and I don't end up together, you've gotten me, you've gotten me on the right path. Like things are going really well. So I know that if you and I break up, I will be really sad. It will suck, but I will be good. I'll be, I can be like an okay person and I think that's kind of what he meant like was more of an appreciation probably than anybody realized because everybody just heard it as like oh you're being ridiculous you're creating drama and of course you're going to be heartbroken if you break up but I think what he meant was like acknowledging her of like you did whip me into shape and I'm happy and things are better but I also like I think Leva was spot on when she was saying like you can't just come here and say all this stuff, Shep. Like you have to actually want something more and be driven by something else in your life. And so far, all he's driven by is going to hang out. Does he own a bar or something? Yeah. We went to Adina. He he did. I don't know if he does anymore. Is it still there post COVID? I don't know. It was like a total dive. Music place. Isn't that where he met Taylor? Oh God. No, I'm not yeah, I don't know, but I'm not surprised. 
uh, girls were hanging out there. I mean, they go to hang out there to right. see shop. Ugh. But did you guys know any stories about Brad? I, I mean, did you hear anything about him being shit faced at BravoCon? I heard. Yeah. Okay. Some podcasts were talking about it. They okay. had heard that he was. I didn't hear it. No, yeah, yeah. It was like all weekend. They were like, it was like another level of mm. shit. Um, mm-hmm. Here's what really, this was before Shep did his whole speech. I was getting so annoyed. And I wonder if you guys even thought about this because it's not your situation in life or like if it even crossed your mind, which I would totally understand if it didn't. But as a child-free single person myself who just turned 48 years old a week ago uh almost two weeks ago i was so irritated that everyone is like so shep are you gonna get married shep or shep having a baby so great shep and i'm like shep is a monster all this stuff but that doesn't mean he has to get married they basically are like if you don't want to get married it's because of the drugs and the alcohol like Shep is not someone who should ever get married, even as a sober person. Maybe he'll want it if he's sober. But, like, I was so fucking irritated. And then Leva being like, I thought when I was, you know, bathing my baby, ugh, I don't want to do this forever. And then I really, that's like, it just irks me as a person who doesn't have my own family. Like, I understand that it is so wonderful when you have it, but don't put that on Shep. I think they're Southern. I think Mm -hmm. they fall into those patterns about everything. They're holy rolling. They're all this stuff. The way that they talk about women versus men, everything. So I'm not surprised that they're all like, they think that a woman will cure his weight. I mean, that's a old way of thinking, right? It's backwards. Um, They think that when he was with Taylor, he was the happiest he was. Mm -hmm. So he needs a wife and a family. I think they're just trying to tell him, you need something instead of this hard partying. If if he wasn't a hard partier, maybe they would. Like, you need something more than just waking up hungover every day and going out and trying to hit on 18-year-old girls. You know, 22, whatever, your old girl, I mean, college student. I understand student. that. I get that, you know, like 100%. But I still was just kind of like, these fucking people, the fucking No, I get it. Everything. But I'm saying I think that's where Ugh. they were coming from about trying to say that to him in particular. But everything you know? in the show. What, what are you going to have a but baby? they don't tell Austin. What are you going to have another baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. they want, because Austin wants to get married. No, he doesn't. But he does in like They his say head. he's a little chef. He I is, think they know that. But, but Austin he, does not want to get married. Austin does not want to. Austin has huge commitment issues. Like, he is not. He is. No, he does not. Even Madison was like, no, he just never. Right. But I think that Austin thinks he wants to get married. Austin even though he a does child. not. But Shep knows he doesn't want to be married. And, like, let him not want to be married. God save all the women in the world from this person. Right. 100%. I mean, that's like, yes. At least Shep's honest about it. Well, yes. I mean, I think I, I've said this to you throughout. Like, I don't get why they constantly say that to him when it's like, at least he knows that he's not going to be a good partner and he doesn't want that around him. Right. Um, but again, I'm just saying, I think they say that to him just to throw something out there that gives him, yeah. because to him, the money, he doesn't need it. He has enough. He has 
the Rose family and whatever his mom's family is, you know, and all that stuff, money coming in that like an endeavor, a business that, you know, it's not going to do it for him. So I think they just throw family out there because he goes, oh, shucks, I know I need a woman to straighten me out. So, I mean, that's what, you know, that's the kind of stuff, again, this other mentality, old school mentality, whatever it is. I just think it's, I get it that they say it. Do I think it's right? No. But I get they fall into those traps about everything. But it didn't like when you were listening to it, you didn't like my gears were grinding. Like I was like, God damn it. Like I was so irritated. I just noticed the hypocrisy of they were like, he literally just said he was like, monogamy is monotony. They're the same thing. Like, that's not what I want. And then I'm like, why are they? And also... I did. I was taking my dog for a walk after watching. And I was thinking to myself, like the whole Leva comment about, I was like, giving your child a bath is not a blessing. (laughs) I mean, yes, it's okay. It's a blessing in that like you're sure, blah, blah, blah. I love my children to death. I had so much fun going to their basketball games today. I would much rather go watch them in a basketball game than help them in the shower. Give them a bath. There are moments with your children that are really great. There are also moments that are monotonous and irritating and that you think to yourself, would I just be better as a single woman? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am a pillar of mental health. This is how great your life would be. (laughs) My point is you, it runs the gamut. Everybody's life has ups and downs and goods and bads and like, and struggles and like if Shep had gotten married, he would still be drinking like this. Of course, mm-hmm. he'd be a philandering boozer, awful. Husband. Yes, he'd be terrible. Um, can we talk about looks for a second? I usually think Olivia is so beautiful. She has this crazy sick body, but looks like she's strong. Like it's not just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. too skinny, whatever. Like mm-hmm. just great. Same with Taylor. Like. These women have sick Yeah, lives. the picture of them in their bikinis, of them living oh. the single life, I was just like, holy shit. Like, unreal. And, they're, and like, Olivia's 31. Like, you How see tall is she? Then. Like, a million feet tall. She must be at least 5'10". Yeah, because Austin's 6'5", and she's no, like, little mini next to him. Right. So, she is, so, her body is amazing. So mm-hmm. she Striking. also, I think, like, presents herself really well. She is like a blonde girl next door, but I still think that she's beautiful. She did not look good. I, I did not think she looked good at the reunion. Well, the dress was a good color, but I don't think it totally fit her. Her ponytail well. wasn't that perfect ponytail she usually always has. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. I, was, I agree. There was a podcast. I think it was um, Watch What Crappens. They were like, making it almost a character, her ponytail. And I'm like, oh, that is so funny because I am like so obsessed with like her perfect ponytails. Anyways, um, Madison, her tan was so bad. I couldn't get past it. I couldn't get past it to look at the Vava Voom. They looked a lot better than the Salt Lake City lady on their, right? and their tans. I mean, I was just like, even Southern Charm gets better tans than Salt Lake City, but... And the set was obviously so nice comparatively to Salt mm-hmm. Lake City. I was laughing about that. But I think that otherwise, yeah, nobody, 
I thought I thought I thought the needle. I liked her. Well, I love that she was wearing pantyhose because I'm so happy pantyhose are making a comeback. <laughs> but I um I thought she looked good. I thought I, I didn't know Andy said to Madison that that was one of his favorite reunion looks ever from anybody. He loves her so mm. much. Mm, guys, the sassy I too. I am. I think I might be in love with Miss. <laughs> Just kidding. But like, she's so her face the whole reunion. Like, just they kept showing her being like, like fucking smirking and laughing mm-hmm. and smiling and whatever. I was like, this girl is so much fun. I would mm-hmm. kill to hang out with her. <laughs> At the very end, when Craig was was like, no, no, we can't do another like. Like take we can't do another like come to Jesus with uh what's his Austin. name Austin again and she's like I can she goes I can't <laughs> it was so good I literally wrote my notes I love Olivia <laughs> no so Madison not Olivia or Madison 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 God not Olivia Olivia is still so boring but agreed I was not. I mean, Taylor wasn't expecting anything, but Olivia didn't look great in her dress and the fact that they were both wearing those red, like, Mm. cutout dresses. I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, God. So bad. Guys, um, back to Madison for one second. I just live for her friendship with Craig. Oh, well, I mean, it is. I mean, the turnaround is amazing. The turnaround from the you didn't 2021 watch reunion. But... reunion. Haley, you have got to go back and watch it. It is. Is that the is... one where he was like super drunk and yes. just like hurling, screaming, hurling, hurling insults? At her. Insult. She looks stunning. She was wearing this like almost like Beetlejuice esque like another Baba Boom dress. It was just right after a Ron. Beetlejuice esque. Yeah, yeah, I know was, that doesn't yeah, sound like, like a compliment, a way, yeah. but you'll know when I oh, okay. see it. Oh, okay, um, okay. This was just after Cruella the A-Rod shit happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, I don't know why I wouldn't choose that over Beetlejuice, actually. But anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, with, all I think of with Beetlejuice. The shrunken head. The shrunken head. <laughs> yeah, no, she did not look like that character. Which, if you're watching Southern Charm. <laughs> That guy on there, um, what's his name? Who had a shrunken head? Who had a shrunken head? No, God, I not JT. Not Southern Charm. Southern, not Southern Charm. Southern <laughs> Hospitality. Oh, I don't. I'm not. Haven't watched it yet. Wait, Joe has a shrunken head. No, not Joe. Um, Will. The, who? Oh, oh, the phys- the 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 physical physical, th- physical yeah. trainer. Yes, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Personal trainer, yeah. Oh, oh my god, I remember him. What is his Total name? Beetlejuice. Oh, oh my god, is. it's gonna kill I'm me because it's on the tip of my tongue. The guy in the waiting room. Oh my god, he is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but Very I just good. so the the re, the 2021 reunion again. If you go back and listen to Dina and my podcast episode recapping it, we had a freaking blast. It was around Valentine's Day of uh. 2021 that's where you'll find the episode greatest so anyways yeah Haley. <laughs> after you watch that you'll I think i did listen to that but watch it man i listened to you guys recap that season it like you should you'll this turnaround is nuts like okay. he basically murdered her like was trying <laughs> to murder her like oh like traitors um but yes it was uh it, yeah, it's the turnaround's amazing. I do love their whole little 
Like we're the mature ones now. And I don't know. And I know you guys are saying Paige and I don't know Paige well enough. I've only seen winter house with him on it. Uh-huh. Um, but like, when did he become the stand up citizen? It was after winter. I mean, house. last season, last season he was getting yelled at for Leva for being a horrible business person and right. being and he was just like get out of my corporate event then right. you know i mean he was not this person yeah i think it was the last year okay but he wasn't sure. so like i do think it was funny that all of a sudden like this season it was like and everyone's like yeah of course craig is the voice of reason i was like when did this happen and he's almost like the like, camera along Right, but like along for the ride, like of course Craig is mature, and I'm like, this is the guy <laughs> <laughs> lied about failing the bar and had <laughs> raging, a- and maybe that's why too. I mean, he did have a raging Adderall addiction that he had yeah. to quit, and like yeah. so he knows like these guys and stuff. But I was just like, when did it become that? Like Craig is like that's my point too. Like his drunken reunion was just two years ago. <laughs> it was like that long yeah. ago so it's just interesting that all of a sudden it was like well of course craig well craig has his shit together you know i mean i guess it is the six figure business six figure eight figure dina oh my god yes how embarrassing oh my god how he embarrassing threw that in that. he threw that in well it's an eight figure nobody says the word eight figure yeah like, it's I was an like, eight, eight figure, figure business. business like i've never heard anyone actually say anything over six like you just say what it is i have a million I have a multi-million dollar business, but he's had to throw it. It's an eight figure business. That's how you know he's like not like he's still his new money. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I yeah, I was I am proud of him. I am happy for him. I really am. And I I read something on one of the Facebook pages, like groups, watch what crack in this groups that um someone ran into him at some like convention and he was giving a speech and it was all about his partners and how much, you know, what he does and what all they bring to the table and how he has to listen to them. And it was kind of nice. Cause I was just like, take that in your face, Leva. I'm like, is anyone going to tell Leva like what a bitch she was last year to Craig about this stuff? Like his business is growing rapidly. He is actually going to all these things. He does do all this keynote speaking. I mean, the Junior League of Hinsdale women brought him to speak to their like thing. And he negotiated his contract and made money. On, you know, I mean, he's doing stuff. And so, yes, I'm, I'm so happy for Craig that he has gotten there. And I do think, I, I still don't understand when he became the voice reason, but I know, he has. Right, right. But... Also, what he did say on this reunion was also good. It's not also that he was a voice of reason and being an idiot. Like, he he is saying really good things. And mm-hmm. it was always kind of in him because, again, like, he is super hot. And he can be. <laughs> I thought you were going to say super get... smart. <laughs> <laughs> I said super. <laughs> he said super. <laughs> <laughs> he said super. <laughs> 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 He's always <laughs> He's always had this great voice of reason person in because he's super hot. What? Twist. Twist. No, he's not. He is, but he always would have gotten so much stuff. And I just, oh, like girls. And I just love that he had said from early on, I don't want to have sex with some nobody girl. I want to be with someone that I think is hot and that I like. Like, right. and like he... 
so he'd always come in from a having some kind of confidence about this and understanding how people work. So maybe it does make sense. Eventually he just had to grow up more in other areas to get there. Right. Yeah. I mean, you guys, what does Naomi, if I were Naomi, if I were in her shoes, I would never be able to forget that my boyfriend walked in the backyard with an empty wheelbarrow with a cat <laughs> in it during the middle of a weekday, every day. <laughs> like, I, I mean, she has to be like, look, guys, like, I know I'm not pining for him now. Like, I, I, she, I feel, I don't know why I'm defending her because she never asked me to and it's not saying anything, but like, she has to be like, guys, he was a loser. When I was oh, with him. we all know that. We saw oh, it. Oh, I don't think she pines for him. And I think that it's just like any. We all said it was that. a relationship in her early 20s. She went on right, and yeah. dated that other guy for three years or whatever who treated her terribly. But um, but we all saw it when we I mean, I loved Craig then because he is hot and I like hot mm-hmm. people. But like I loved him and I was just like, Naomi needs to like I I hated what kind of like the way things like how they talked about it and stuff. But like, I was just like, she had to break up with him. I totally yeah, get it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't I mean, even imagine he, that. Like, he was going severed, through, he, he, mm-hmm. he like severed his finger with a butter knife oh or God, like, right. but what was he trying to do? Like remodel his house with a butter yes. knife or something like he <laughs> is. And he was addicted to Adderall. Mm-hmm. He was like up all night, sleeping all day while she was going to school. Business Pretending school. that he was, doing gonna get his uh out take the LSAT or whatever right I mean of course it was all justified and I think no one would look back and say like oh like completely completely best side but he has he's grown up a lot but like can you imagine though she has to be like how the fuck did that guy now how does he have eight figures in his bank <laughs> she's gonna be he like had this that, is he, crazy friend from college or whoever it was right who is uh, mm-hmm. his friend right. who they showed the partner who was like, Greg, so, I mean, uh, Craig, we're going to actually use your success in something. And I am so proud of him for making pillows. I love that he has his little mm-hmm. painted nail. I love that he does pillows. Totally. Like he's the little, not even Harry Styles of <laughs> Charleston. Absolutely not. Obviously with his like that, just because he has a painted nail. But I just love that like his success has come from something that, I, I, maybe this is all rooted in this, that Shep made fun of. Cause yes. I just love in your face. I mean, how many years has Shep been? You are jealous of me, Craig. You're a loser. You never made a lot. Like, and, and, and he can't even be mean to Craig right now. This season, no. that was dramatic to me, actually yes. the undercurrent that he couldn't say anything to Craig this season because Craig does it as have shit together. But, but Shep said to him, well, your relationship, there's no scrutiny. That's why you don't have, you don't have her here. That's why it's easy for you. He still had to have something that's like Craig, but this was like, Craig, you're getting away with something that I didn't get away with, which was fascinating. Cause it was like that flip, you know, normally mm-hmm. he's like, I'm so much better with you than you. He was just like annoyed with Craig of getting somewhere with that. And yeah. I just like, I love this part of it. I love the comeuppance in that part. And I think yes. that's why Craig does have a, a smugness too about it. And like, he can be because he's like, I have one Shep. I have one. Also to that point though, I think like Shep started dating somebody who probably wanted to be on TV and Paige was already had a successful relationship mm-hmm. on TV knows 
what happens to people's relationships on TV. And so they have been like, Shep's not entirely wrong that they have been pretty strategic about keeping their relationship very surface and very limited on TV. And Craig said on the thing, he said, yes, there've been times that Paige has gone upstairs while they were all there. Yeah. So she was here and she wouldn't film. Right. That was interesting. I thought, well, I think she also can't stand them. Well, I think she can't stand them, but also I don't know that she, Craig, Craig didn't say she went upstairs while they were filming. He just said she would go upstairs. Like, so I don't know if it's like she wouldn't, Mm, and I feel like the implication is like, that there were times when cameras there was, were rolling and, yeah. and we didn't know. Because the discussion was around their relationships not being put in the public eye. Mm-hmm. And my relationship was Shep saying that. And they were like, they were, and basically Craig was admitting, yeah, you know, our relationship probably would be harder if it was more. If it was filmed, if we were filming we're with, yeah, and not only that, but we do think about it. She doesn't want to be on camera all the time. Right. Also, I do love that he said, "No, my relationship isn't suffering because I don't cheat on." Right. Her. Yeah. Like exactly. I thought that was amazing. Like it has, it, it's kind of like the Obama thing. Like nothing has come up right. on Obama because he doesn't do it. He's on any right. list. So right. scrutiny, scrutinize all you want about that side. There's nobody in Charleston that could have evidence that I'm screwing them. And not saying that's not, you know what I mean. But like, so go ahead. And even the rumor that Taylor tried to spread about Paige to oh, she's so gross. She's fucking so hate Taylor. Gross. She's so gross. She can, I do not want her back. She's going to be back. I love that Olivia did not let up. I love that Olivia was just like. Even though Taylor's brother died, Olivia's still like, I, I can't even. Like I, and here's the thing I do want to say. I also, yeah, I do like that Olivia didn't let up. One thing that I want to say, even though I do think Olivia's overall quite a boring person, at least she doesn't pop on television for me. But I feel like. Um, oh shit! It was just in my head. Hold on, I really wanted to say it. What were you just saying? Uh, she didn't let up. I, I liked Olivia this season. I thought she did a good job. Them coming back next season. She said we're back. not going to be friends. I mean, we'll see what happens. But which I also thought was interesting because I was like, she has a boyfriend in Dallas. Is she going to take off? Does she not want to be on TV anymore? Because her just saying we're not going to like normally the reunion is. Like Chef tried to do. We're going to come together. I'm mm-hmm. going to, you know, so you could be like, okay. Like, I mean, this, everything right now is about all these fractured relationships that it's not fun to watch if people aren't filming with each other and doing all this stuff. So I thought it was interesting that she was just like, I don't like you. I'm not going to forgive you. Yeah. I mean, I was very impressed with her. Meanwhile, Taylor is like dating somebody who's rooming with somebody else on another local reality show. It's like she's just like she doesn't know. know who she is. And I'm not I'm not for I know she's like only 29 or something, but I will once again say that's not that young. And it's not like I was put together or even put together now, 20 years older. But like just I I don't know. Taylor is Olivia has her shit together way more than Taylor does. I think Olivia knows her worth a little bit more, whatever yes. that means. I, I agree. Yeah. Go ahead, Eli. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I do think 28, 29 is like a breakdown, breakdown time for a lot of people, mm-hmm. like in their growth. 
and that they're like total messes having sort of come to Jesus times in their life of like, I got to make changes. I got to grow up. I got to like you, I feel like all the things that you like build up to (laughs) in your like twenties of like all the mistakes you Mm -hmm. make and all the stupid things that like 28, 29 is sort of like implosion, make a change in your life kind of time yeah, frame very for a lot time. of people yeah i know and but how they get like chef caters to like it's so gross and jt is trying to save her and rodrigo's like leave taylor alone and they're like this innocent wounded bird and she's just like plays into it and i just Ugh. i hate her it's like so what are we gonna watch her go to church next season with her family Ugh. sit around and pray for forget like but then turn around and be like Oh, Olivia, you did it with T-Rav. I mean, that was crazy. And I love that Olivia was like, no, what? you know what? Say it. Say it. Yes. Yes. Tell them. Olivia was fantastic. Loved it. I loved that she was just like, you're going to equate like a drunken hookup to someone I I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. To someone I, I didn't know Catherine then. Right. And what we had that you were telling me to go with Austin while you were trying to think about whether you liked him or not. Like, no. I loved that. I had a lot of respect for Olivia this whole season. I can't understand how she continued to film after her brother. I don't either. Overdosed? I think that would be difficult. Um, he overdosed? Two weeks later, Is that she, how he died? Yeah. I think it was fentanyl. Yeah. He went two weeks later to Jamaica, whatever. Everyone has their own process, their home, you know, whatever thing. But, like, I was a little, like, and that, that they didn't give her more grace as they say uh, like I, I i was surprised that austin like of course she's pissed that austin said i want to i want you to i want olivia to apologize to me like he's such a rat like he got in there with their like debt like sub, you know uh, yeah. death of siblings and then for him to be like and she should apologize to me i was like he is such a rat but he is good looking in real life we did see him and he was he, good looking. he is man and i never thought he was on tv and seeing him in person i was like oh gosh i mean but he has such tall privilege like you have, have never privilege. seen it's so, it so exemplified as the way he and shep treat jt Uh, and jt is so annoying but their tall privilege like they like and also like i will i can't take credit for it although i agreed with it and had already thought a similar thought myself but like when ben and ronnie were like oh my god he's such the 80s villain the way he treats jt like nerd nerd meet you up by the bike racks (laughs) and pound your face into the pavement nerd like that's kind of that is like how he treats he is such an 80s movie villain. Like, he's, like... He's not smart enough to be an 80s movie villain. you got to be a little smarter, a la James Spader-like. Ralph but, Macchio, uh, Karate Kid, like... Well, he wasn't the villain. You no, he Chaz? wasn't the villain. No, Yeah, yes. Chaz. I couldn't remember that, that guy. Uh, yeah. But, yes, but, they were... But, like, I think... Um, I didn't hear that yet. But, like, yes. I mean, completely... That he like that they treat JT like that, but I do have to say, <laughs> I kind of enjoyed it in the end because I hate <laughs> JT. <laughs> yes, I loved it. I'm sorry, but I loved it. 
I could not, by the end, I actually was like, well, one thing you said, Austin, that I actually agree with is when he's like, you're coming out here, JT, trying to be like, oh, I'm this great guy, blah, blah, blah. And you have been on one season. People don't know yet what a huge asshole you are. (laughs) I I was like, I was like, well, he's got you there, JT. Like, you are coming off like such an annoying little gnat. It's like the kid who's like, okay, the points you're making are right, but like, you're the tattletale and nobody likes the tattletale. Right. Like, it's you, he's his delivery of everything, even, even I think it was Olivia who was like, Oh, yes. He was like, JT is right, even though he's really, he was like, I mean, he's got a good point. He's right, even though the way he delivers it is so annoying. She totally <laughs> said that. She totally did towards the end of part two. And Andy found him, finds him, like, you can't, yeah. not, it was like, embar- he was so embarrassing. I was embarrassed for him. I was like, he was like this the whole time. Uh, yeah. Uh, and how annoying it was to just hear me say that. That's how we all felt <laughs> the whole time during the reunion. He was just making faces at <laughs> oh Austin. Like just like, oh my god. To such an extreme that when they were dealing with like real issues with yes! Chef and when they were dealing and when like yes! with the Madison thing where I was like, you know what, like JT, you weren't even around. You don't know Madison exactly. and, and what's his name's relationship. Fuck off. And like mm-hmm. you can't like make fun of Austin like, oh, you're his good friend. Like, yeah, like they have a fucked up relationship and he tried to have sex with his ex-girlfriend. We probably did have sex with his ex-girlfriend, but Mm -hmm. they are friends in whatever weird way. Like I uh, agreed and I I, please, like you just said this, Haley, but I do have to reiterate it. The fact that Andy came out right out of the gates and was like, JT, slow down. Like, this is your first one. Like know your place. I mean, he basically told him, know your place, even though he wants people to have, like, that's how, like, inconsequential he really is, in a way. You know, it was just like, just know your place. Like, even though he's trying to cause all this stuff, I thought it was hilarious. There was one, uh, it might have been Ben and Ronnie. Maybe I listened to part of, like, one recap of the part one of the reunion. But someone compared it to Uba in the New York reunion. Where she just, like, came out so hot, and she's, Mm -hmm. it was just like, Oh, stop. Like, especially at least she has a product called Uba Hot, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And like, it was so bad and so awful. It's like, slow your fucking roll, especially when it's your first reunion. I don't care if it's a new show for all of them, but it was like, Uba, you did nothing and now you're doing this. Like, it, like, she, maybe she had, no, she didn't even have valid points, to be honest. But, anyways, that's the difference, though, like. to me, though, was sorry with Uba is that like she came out hot and it seemed like because she wanted to cause conflict and be uh, significant to get another season. And I know JT is doing it, too. But JT also comes off as a fan plus wanting to be on the next mm-hmm. season. Yeah. The way he tries to be like, oh, Craig, you're great. And like how he's like, I loved it. Like he also comes off like and knows all the history, which I want them to know the history. So it's a little weird, but it's a little too eager. It's too eager. So eager. And I think they all said, like, I love that they all said, I, I mean, on other shows, I do think it's interesting, like on Atlanta, like physical alterations are a huge deal or Potomac, like people get fired. Like there was a physical altercation between two guys on this show and they're just like, so you deserved it, JT. Like you can't do that on other shows. Right. You can't do it on shows Good where point. they're black females, <laughs> but you can't do it when it's two men. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, but again, that Southern is, charm. 
two white men in the South. Yeah. You know, but I mean, but the fact that they were all just like, I would have knocked you out, JT, as well. Like, nobody was on his side. You I mean, but we it. all, but also we all agree with that. Exactly. <laughs> and him being like, oh, I didn't start it. I was just finding, and Andy was like, what are you talking about? You were in his face. Like, you tr- like even Andy was like, you wanted him to hit you. Yeah. Like, everyone's just like, JT, get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you are well, not a good actor. Here's the thing, too. Anyway, I've heard a lot of women say this on other podcasts that and i can't name the podcast because i don't there's just been like in whatever discussion things Mm -hmm. not not even necessarily bravo things but bravo podcast but that he gives them the heebie-jeebies and that he's the kind of like stalker creepy guy Mm -hmm. who like loves taylor so much but as soon as she's like oh yeah i'm not in love with you and i have another boyfriend he's gonna be like whatever you fucking slut whore bitch like that he's got that element where he's like, let me tell you how to be a man and how to treat a woman and how to blah, blah, blah. And like, mm-hmm. But underneath it all, he's like also like a rageful. Didn't Austin say that at one point during the reunion too? Just like, you're just as bad as me or something. Someone said that during the reunion. I can't remember. Or maybe it was on a podcast. I don't no, know. No, that was about Austin being just like shop. Oh. I thought. Things are really dark. Bravo's really dark. It is very dark. Um, oh, can we talk about how oh, just super minor Shep fucking starting the, before the reunion begins with a Napoleon quote or something. <laughs> and then someone said bifurcate and someone and, you know, someone said, what would he say? And of course, Shep has to yell bifurcate. Like, it's like, you can't let anything go. Like, no, he has so much to prove because he because he doesn't do anything like if he didn't have his stupid documentaries and whatever. I don't know. He he is literally he is nothing. Yeah. Oh, he's well read. You know, Big fucking deal. Lots that. of I know, losers I know. are well read. I like just it, it agreed. I mean, it's it's gross. And the way he talked to Taylor this season about like you liked France. I thought you didn't, you liked the food, really? What food did you like? You said you didn't, like, he was so disgusting. Like, I've been around the world. You have not. You did it because, like, it's, was His true self comes out when he gets angry. Mm -hmm. It was so rageful and disgusting this season. I mean, even after last season with a you're an idiot comment. Like, that was like, I was like, okay, that was really intense. But I was like, did that, you know, and she was like, it happens often. And then seeing it play throughout the season was. I do not get, like, why she wanted to get back together with it. Like, okay, I get it from the sense of being like, I'm 28 and I want to get married. And this guy ticks the boxes that I think are important. But he treated her not great. He spoke down to her. He cheated on her. He's an alcoholic. And. Um, they don't have more. good sex at all. And the sex, the sex. I was like, yeah. I don't. Because she has no self worth. It's not like okay, if you had like explosive sexual chemistry, then I'd be able to like give a pass to the other things that were like, well, you're just so like chemically attracted mm-hmm. to him. But you're mm-hmm. telling me the sex sucks, which is also not surprising given that he's like a raging drunk. Right. Right. I mean, totally. uh, like, I think she has no self worth, and she just saw money and TV. 
in her eyeballs. One eyeball had TV, the other one had money. But I That's think she saying. actually like thought she was in love with him and wanted to marry. I I believe that she. I believe she was. And then it wasn't just for TV. I think she still is. I think if Shep took her back, she would fucking jump so high. She's just a typical girl that thinks that she could change him. And he thinks he needs to be changed by a woman. You know, I mean. Mm -hmm. But how disgusting was he the whole reunion? Eleva called it out. She's like, now he's talking like her dad dad like her dad yeah. when he was like she's a good girl she's a good girl to his new boyfriend then he's like taylor congratulations like, i'm proud of you yeah, like yeah. he's so abusive he's that person who like hits the woman and then it's like i love you i love you let me shower you with things and like oh i'm proud of you like he is such a gaslighting well, that's one part. He's of that. 20 years woman. older he's, than her, right? Yeah, but he's not the hits the woman and says, I love you. He's no. hits the woman. We saw oh, it. Right. Hits the woman and says it was your yes, fault. Yes, right. That's yeah. the gaslighting part. You made me do this. Yes. You right. are the horrible person in the situation. I would not do this except for you. I mean, and that was actions. what I think was just yeah. so much more crazy to me. I mean, that mm-hmm. scene, I texted you guys. I was just like, I have never seen, because that was like, we just saw that happen in front of our face. Yeah. It was crazy to me. I was Isn't shook. He, is, am I wrong about this? But I thought I, I don't remember seeing it myself, but I feel like I've heard other people talk about that. Like he also treats his mother like shit. Like there have been yeah. Taylor scenes said that. Taylor said that. he Last like, year we talks went. down to his mother. And, and his, his cousin said it. His cousin said, yeah, oh. that's shot. That's how he, oh, whoever that, that cousin, cousin was, that horrible lame cousin. <laughs> That didn't happen. But yeah, she was just like, that's how Shep talks. He talks like that to his mom. She said that to Taylor. And he right. said it. He said I talk like that to my mom. What? Talked like call her an idiot and talk. Yeah, you're a like... fucking idiot. Yeah. Oh my God. So gross. Yeah. So gross. And then just to like all reunion, just be like, Taylor. Like it's just, he's so condescending and derogatory, but puts it in. Taylor fucking falls for it. Well, actually, she wasn't falling for it. She probably was before they broke up. She's not falling because she has another boyfriend right now. Yeah, you're right. And then when that ends up, that she'll fall for it again. And who knows what lines this boyfriend is giving her. Right. But also, can I just, the fact that they let Chef close it out with his whatever thing that he said. Um, I, and they were all like, I was just like, you're joking. He gets to close this out, this loser, like, again, indicative of this whole show and the whole premise, starting with T-Rab and Whitney and these guys. I mean, it's just, I kind of love that it is what it is through and through and through. And it just keeps on showing us the same shit. Like, this doesn't end. And it's not, like, I'm sorry, but this is not just indicative of this show. This is indicative of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this That's is indicative guess. of like, yeah, the like tall, rich white guy failing down gets mm-hmm. to be raised up. Mm-hmm. The whole time. And poor Rodrigo and Rod had to leave. No, they did. <laughs> so you guys, who's coming back next season? Do you think they're going to ask Benita back? I mean, I she's token. Have to. She's token. I mean, maybe. I mean, for what? What? Like, we need to see the dog. The dog is fake. Charles. If they actually, I still just, I don't, Benita doesn't pop on screen. I'm sure she's lovely, but like, even when she talks, I get annoyed. But she does have decent thoughts. If Bravo, the production company, would just give her a good 
edit. Like it's like they gave her the worst boringest edit ever. If they gave if they allowed her to say her opinions, they like wouldn't even let her to way. go to like dinner parties. <laughs> what she, she's yeah. the, they like she's wouldn't not even part let her... of the group. Yeah. She's not part of the group. She's, she's only Madison's friends with Madison. Friend. They don't know her at all. And Leva, maybe, but Leva's not part of the group anymore. She had more when Leva was on that right. first season. Vanita was there. She had more, but she's not. Leva's not really on, and she's just Madison's friend. They don't. Don't. Do you think don't she bring... even has it in her if they did give her more airtime? I don't think that she. No, does. I think she wants to show this perfect whatever she just wants to show tea sets and vanity putting yeah, on makeup. she doesn't even she's not even vulnerable no. she had like one scene where she was vulnerable with her mom about her past with her mom yeah that's it. last year right but is that her fault yeah. or is that bravo's fault i don't know i think it's both i think she's not they had a lot going on this season with i mean <laughs> their cast trips and the explosiveness stuff that was chef. Like, I mean, there's just nothing that she could, and JT trying to be like that and showing up all this stuff and this, you know, past thing. I mean, there just, there was nothing to do. Who's coming back? I would say all of them. Even Rod and Rodrigo? Maybe it's friends of, because they're already on. And, uh, you know, but I I think, I mean, Craig wants to do the show. Austin wants to do the show. Chef yeah. wants to do the show. Taylor and Olivia. I think maybe if Olivia goes off with that boyfriend, but I think they all, Madison wants to do the show. Yeah. I wouldn't X anybody. I would. I'd get rid of Rod and JT, dead weight. I would get Ro- rid of JT. Rodrigo not does not seem, they all can't stand JT either. Even Shep. Like, Shep can't stand JT. He just was like, he's on my side, so I'm putting up with him right now. Right. Like, He's saying all the shit to Austin that I want to say, but I can't yell it out loud, so I'll put up with JT. That's like I literally hope they don't only... give it to JT, but I think they will. I think they, you know, Rod brought will. nothing boring. He is does not. He's a, another not pop on camera. Like he's not mm-hmm. meant for reality TV. No, Benita is not meant for reality TV. And neither is Rodrigo. He was so no. bad. Yeah, Rodrigo's terrible. He was like seemed annoyed to be, but apparently he is a long term friend of theirs that has been in their group. So that is probably why he came in. But I, I mean, I don't know. Are there any like all the women over the years have quit the show, right? You're right. Or Catherine. I mean, or have been let go. Or Catherine, but otherwise the rest of them have all quit because they're like, fuck this and these guys, right? Essentially. Cameron and Cameron quit. Danny. Oh my god, I forgot about her. Yes, they. She had a baby. Yeah, um, Naomi. Was she not asked back? I think not. I mean, asked Naomi back. quit the first time. Oh, Naomi wasn't asked back. I don't think she was asked back. Um, what's time. her name that dated? Maybe I'm wrong. Austin was Cameron's Chelsea? friend. Oh, Chelsea. Yeah, she had a baby too. Mm-hmm. You guys, can I tell you? I was on TikTok. Uh, she quit. Doing something. Chelsea quit. I think. Chelsea quit, I think. Um, but I was on TikTok, and for some reason, a scene with T-Rav and what was his girlfriend's name? Catherine? Amanda or... Uh... No, the, oh. the crazy one. Ashley. A- Ashley! A scene came up. Like, someone just reposted a scene from the Ashley T-Rav days. It was wild to watch. Like... I can't believe this is this. I mean, I can and can't believe this is the same show. 
those first five seasons were explosive. Mm-hmm. Like the T Ram and Ashley of it all, and the Catherine arc, and like mm-hmm. just yeah. Oh my god, you guys! Mm-hmm. Like the fact that the first season happened, and it was just like, oh, these rich partier kids in or not really kids, but whatever. And then these couple of old guys, old rich guys. And this 20-year-old is going to have sex with one of the old guys. And, oh, season two, they had a baby in between. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, Crazy that story. is, that is like, Vanderpump rules. Season one, there's all this. But, no, no, I swear to God, we never cheated. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then season two, yes, we cheated. We had sex while you were asleep in the other room on your couch. <laughs> with you, with watching the movie Drive. Yeah, like... Like, just like the, that's what reality TV used to be. I know. Right. And like original real world, like real world Las mm-hmm. Vegas when it was like, mm-hmm. and uh, the Jersey Shore. Like, oh, Trishel's on the new season of uh, Traders. Traders. Yeah. Sorry. So Dina, for our listeners, is obsessed with Traders. I haven't started it. I'm going to watch season one and then I will ride into season two. I feel yeah. all these people are talking critters these days. I feel like I need it. It was, I can't believe I watched it. If it wasn't on Peacock, I wouldn't have, but I finished something and it came on and I was like, oh, and then I was like, I'm not watching this. And then I realized it was a, again, body language, knowing people, looking around, sussing it out. I was like, oh, okay, I will. <laughs> Even though I don't watch Bad Brother because it's too, I mean, Big Brother, it's too much. Bad Brother. Bad brother. <laughs> It's too much, but I didn't know that the two players that were on. I I've heard about the the people that they had on the first season. Ugh, God, you don't watch Survivor, but I knew the Survivor people. I knew from Kate long Chastain. ago. Key Chastain was on it. Brandy Glanville, uh, Kyle from Summer House. Um, oh, he was. It on- was- Oh uh-huh. yeah, he was. I remember when this was That's airing; right. like there was a lot of hype around mm-hmm. it. And um, now this season, it's MJ, Larsa. Is it all reality stars? And Marcus, too, right? Yeah. Larsa and Marcus. <laughs> Phaedra. Right. Phaedra um, and Tamara Judge and Sheree. Um, it's it's good. You guys, I really, I do. It, it's a good, fun watch. Okay, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. So there's one. rumors that they're axing all the folks from Atlanta and that there's, like, talks to bring Portia and Nini back. Oh, mm. <laughs> I don't even want Portia right now. Like, I love Portia, but after her, like, spinoff, she's just, she really, I mean, she, after. I don't know if any Ultimate of that's Girls true. Trip, Ultimate Girls Trip and how she is, like, all about, like, I have the most followers, which she does. I was down on her. Um, Nini, I, I, I just, I play now. I just, I, I cannot handle her. I hate her. And, I don't um, think they'd really bring Nini back after everything. Well, and also she has that lawsuit against Bravo yeah, that's and stuff. Yeah, I don't think that would But it, they do need that. to act. I mean, they need to shift up all of these gas. I don't know Southern Charm. <laughs> Even Southern Charm. Like, the problem with Southern Charm is they can't get any women on that are interesting other than Madison. They can't. And Madison probably loves being the one female star on that show. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Strong. Madison have any friends? Does she want to bring a, a great friend on the show? Probably not. Patricia. No, um, she doesn't have, I don't think, I don't know if Madison has friends. 
Do you think Madison has real friends? That's a good question. Well, I know, I think her and Benita are real friends. I think Madison has real friends. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. I'd be I her friend. Madison, I'll be your friend. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I wonder. She's so open. Like when she was um, going up to say hi to Patricia, she's like, okay, we'll just come and we'll gossip. And I was just like, yeah, invite me. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was fun. Oh, and how interesting. Whitney doesn't even come on the, the reunion. Oh, we didn't talk about all the stuff about like the, oh, the ex- nude. Yeah. And like all the back and forth, apparently. I know. Mm-hmm. Taylor's such a liar. She was like, mm-hmm. huh? And I'm like, okay, I can understand if she like doesn't remember because she was like blackout or something when she sent it. However, it was on text. She read it the next day. People were talking about it. She saw it and her being like, what? Nashville? I didn't even go. It's like, girl, you're just such a bad liar. Well, and then online people were posting stuff from her Instagram of her going to like NASCAR in Nashville. And then, and also she's from Asheville. Right. She's from around Asheville. So, so Asheville, Nashville, she could have said Asheville and somebody read it as Nashville or thought it was. But Asheville has an E in it. And I don't, and Nashville does not in the middle. So I don't know. I'm not, or somebody read it to them. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Um, but did you guys see that thing? I mean, you already know this information, but you might not have put it together that Whitney is three years older than Sutton. Yeah. <laughs> like, Whitney's 55 and Sutton's 52. Oh, God. Whitney's 55. <laughs> I know we're almost there, but like, <laughs> so it's like not nice to say, but you're old in your 50s. Like, you're no longer like, so you're what are you, Monica from Salt Lake City? <laughs> you no, I'm just <laughs> saying yes, like no, but you're like you're like really far away from like twenty nine and Taylor and Livia's drama. Yeah. Yes, you're very far away from Taylor and Livia's drama. And yet Taylor is texting you. News. Yeah, it's gross. So clearly Again, you're in the mix. Want money. She's the new Catherine. Gross, Ugh. gross. The whole gross. thing is gross. She's just a little, like, a tiny bit classier, Catherine, which is saying how much. She's just not a drug addict, like Catherine. Yeah, right. yeah. But she she's gonna end up being some invention, like like some preacher's wife going on networks saying. Oh, I can <laughs> see that. You know, yeah. send us your money. <laughs> I will compliment Taylor about one thing. I really love her eye makeup. I didn't. Know. I don't even notice. Sorry. I loved it. I loved it so much. Her eyes sparkled even when she was mm. about to cry. I was like, "Ooh, good job." Mm. Anything else? I loved the season. I don't know. Even though it was around boring girls drama, it involved people that made it very exciting. Like I'm here for yeah, the cis like hetero, tall, privileged white men. Like. I just, I'm, we've known them for nine seasons. Like, I have a parasocial relationship with them. Like, I'm in. Oh, I, I love this season. It. I thought it was great. I thought it would, but great in a sociological watching. Correct. Like, just exactly. like how fucked up yeah, this totally. is. Way. Yes. I mean, just a like step back after some, some scenes throughout this thing and just be like, holy moly, the whole, again, 
Taylor is saying, forgive as you want to be forgiven, using all of these biblical terms to turn everything into, while being, as you've said, Haley, like so hypocritical, all of it, just watching it in front of you and be like, yes, this is America, you know? Yeah, garbage. So much of what's going on and like how it is and how you fall into it. We no, I mean, I leave an episode and I hate Shep and I can't stop thinking about how much I hate Taylor. And I'm like, God, I'm putting it all on Taylor when Shep is sitting here like, and I hate Shep, but I hate Taylor. God, she's so bad. Like, you know, and like, and this is what makes a good show. What do you feel like that? Yourself when you leave that and be like, oh my God, I'm triggered by this, but not this. Uh, Olivia giving Austin the pass and not Taylor and how people are like, oh, you're Oh, this is what I wanted to say. This is what I wanted to say earlier. Thank you for triggering the memory. I don't think it is a big deal that, so everyone's like, how can you forgive or hang out with Austin, but not Taylor? Because Austin, it's not about Austin. It wasn't. It was about her friendship with Taylor. Like, yeah, I agree ta- with that. Like, she can mm. hang out with Austin because she doesn't care about Austin. She knows he's a fuckboy. Yeah, maybe when she was vulnerable, she had maybe some residual feelings. But that's why she could talk to him. Like, I just hate it that people are like, but you're forgiving him, but not her. And you shouldn't let him ruin your friendship with Taylor. And it's like, people, no, that was her best fucking friend. And she stabbed her in the back. Even if they weren't necessarily dating, and you know, those are the nuances, blah, blah, blah. She stabbed her in the back and then lied to her face over and over and over again. So, yeah, it's about Taylor sucking. So stop making this about Austin and, like, making it, like, oh, no, it's a girl hitting the girl. Because, you know, why shouldn't she hit the boy? It's not. It's about her being a shithead. Well, and it wasn't like she was flirty and whoever knows, it does seem like she had an on again, off again thing with Austin, but it wasn't like she was like, I forgive you, Austin. I love you. Correct. She was just like, I'm going to film with you. And also, I guess they were talking also filming. So, but she was like, I am going to put up with you Mm because I kind of have a thing for you, but I also know you're a fuck boy who's going to be an asshole soon. Yeah, I mean, they just, like, they're trying to make Olivia look either not hypocritical, but just, like, not a feminist. I don't know. Whatever. Like, don't let a boy ruin it, Olivia. It's like, fuck off. No. You should you should be mad at a girl who stabs you in the back. And she did a good job consistently saying, no, like, this is why I thought that I liked that about her. That was part of, like, what we're saying about, like, the whole, like, I liked Olivia and what she was throwing down because she was very clear about why she had this issue and she wasn't just like well I get it she was just like no like and I was like Mm -hmm. and then again to hear Taylor be like oh they don't have anything and justify everything that she did it it was just gross over and over and over again she did such a good job Taylor's dead weight she let Taylor bury her own self by bringing up T-Rav like how you were saying Dina like she was saying like come on say it she knew that Taylor was gonna make a fool out of her own self so like yeah let it out no one's gonna like no I I mean, I don't know who's on Taylor's side, but... Did you see that real quick? Like, T-Rev came out and was just like, this show is still only using me for... No! <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, how many years have I been off and I'm still the main clickbait of it or whatever. Oh, and it is a lot of the stuff was from the second one was like, you know, T-Rev, like, you know, and I was like, oh my God. He is stoked he was brought up. And she was like, but it was so funny. Olivia's like, I mean, it's like, she was basically like, 
that was the most disgusting thing I've ever done. She was like, wouldn't you not want to tell anybody? Like, she was like, it was so, yeah, that they were was like good. family friends. And she was basically yeah. like, I, I like, I should, I, ew, I would never repeat that. Okay. My last thought, I will say, I sometimes, sometimes I'm like, well, maybe Austin and Taylor didn't have sex. But then I remember that Austin and Taylor were going to take this to the grave, if not for JT outing it. So if they were going to take it to the grave anyways, and they got outed a little, why wouldn't they take the sex part to the grave? Like they know that in everyone's Christian man's like that makes it even worse or whatever. Like, of course they're going to take that part to the grave. They're like, that's going to make everything worse. And so they're totally lying. I don't know why. Well, that's why they could I say we them. didn't hook up. Cause they're saying that means sex. We did kiss. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And also Shep being like, I know what Austin's like. Exactly. We all know what Austin's like. She was spending the night at his house, like somewhat routinely. It seems like, mm-hmm. like, you need to crash at his house that often. I mean, Charleston's not that big. Right. Mm-mm. I don't know where she lives, but. Dip, Amanda, and I walked around the whole city like in two hours yeah. from one end to the other. I mean, I know Shep lives in Isle of Palms, which is like 25 yeah. minutes away. or But. I'm glad, Dina, by the way, that you did say that thing about like, we've never talked about it. But like, shouldn't Shep have like a nicer, sweeter, sicker pad? Like. It's just right. very run-of-the-mill. It's nothing wrong with it, but for all no, the mailbox nice. money he gets, like, he's such a dumb, gross bachelor dude. Like, mm-hmm. it literally looks like a, a, a little bit of an elevated frat boy house. Frat boy and it may be, like, what he could do on his mailbox money, and he's gonna have... I mean, when his parent, unless they, you know, do something with a will, like, his mom's side, his dad's side is rich, his mom's side is super rich. You know, his mom's side is that whole island and all that stuff named after that whole family and stuff. Like, his mom's side is super, super wealthy. Why is he such an asshole to her then? Because she doesn't want to deal with it. She's that wealthy mom that probably is, like, typical, like, okay, I'm not dealing with this. Someone else take care of it. I'm just going to go off and then we're going to drink. I don't know. I never see her drinking. I feel horrible saying this. I just assume. Like, I'm having a martini at three o'clock that's not i don't know anything about right, her right, but like right. you know that's just what i imagine like oh there he goes again you know even though she's never done anything like that on the show that i have seen but um you know i mean wasps <laughs> i don't mean like you know yeah. what i mean very like they drink their you know food and you know and they drink as much and they're just like okay and just like imagine things aren't happening Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, what a fucking loser! I'm, I can't wait for next season to drop. <laughs> I can't I'm wait to, to see, see what develops. They need to make some changes, though. I feel like they got lucky with this year. Like they got lucky with the Austin and what's her name drama and the kicking all that. I mean, up. JT. Like, actually, if JT weren't around, what would the season have been? Oh, I think they would have figured out a way to let that out. I think they want this kind of Well, drama. yeah, because somebody was saying that they oh, think Oh, Leva that... said it was rumor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also some... Well, I'm sure, because she was spending the night at his right, house all right. the time. Yeah. I think that um, somebody was saying, too, that they that they suspect Austin was the one who 
leaked to page six or whatever. Mm-hmm. No. I don't know where I heard that, but. Oh, interesting. But also, couldn't it have been Whitney? Because Whit- remember, Whitney was like, I got to go do work. I know. Page six, I've got a story for you. <laughs> I got to go get some work done. And they show him just like, probably like playing his air guitar. Not even guitar, just air guitarist is work. He doesn't want to be on the show. Why is he even on the show? Just because of Patricia? Patricia, I think right she now, wants to be on. She wants to be on. I don't think he wants. I don't think he cares no. to really be on. I mean, I no. think he wants to show his bachelor pad. I think he would have just had like a, a party over there. Mm-hmm. But is I he don't an think executive producer or yeah, like I just producer. So. Like how high of a producer mm-hmm. is he? We can look that up. I don't know. I'm but just yeah. wondering so, if that has to be why he's on. I don't know. It's a Patricia. That's why he's on. Yeah, Patricia. Yeah. Um, so hopefully I get this out tomorrow. Uh, we are recording this. I feel like I need to say this because I don't get them out immediately in case something blows up. Um, it's Saturday, January 20th night. It's the end of this. If people told I, I was going to say. Also, by the way, in case anybody was wondering, we were recording about Southern Charm. Um, <laughs> I did an intro. Season nine, <laughs> the first and second reunion, and reflecting on the whole season. Yes. <laughs> now that the podcast is over, that's what we were talking about. That's what we're here to do. <laughs> thank you guys for being here and doing this with me. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.